Thank you. Some quiz we have on demonstration to show that we are more than just our names. There's more to us than that. Now, if you think of names, we have like Smith, and Cooper, and Taylor, and those names came from the trade the person had. So in those days, the person was defined by what he did. So, you know, I am a smith, so he was known as Smith. And then that developed a little bit, because what you have, you have, say, John in the village had a son, and that son would be known, known as John's son. And then Eric's son, and so on. And so we get those names developing into what we call surnames, and they're very common today. If your surname begins with Mac, you're more than likely from Scotland, or maybe even Ireland. So you see the importance of, of names and how we are more than just what our name is. Our name suggests, in that case, that the person called Smith in the village was the blacksmith. And so that's who he was, and he would say, I am the blacksmith. And so you got these names. Now, I've got another poem here that I've written in. It, it, I want you to think about it. Um, just listen to the poem. Hi. I'm Eddie. This is who I am. Born a baby, given a name. Now, I'm an older man. At school, they call me Frosty. But I am still the same. The title is a play based on my family name. There was a time when I was called a paperboy. 50 pence a week. All work. Not much joy. At 15, I'm an apprentice, and they know me as the lad. Go here, go there, do this, do that. Well, it's really not that bad. They say soon you'll be called a journeyman. It'll take six years. I can do it, I know I can. I'm a Liverpoolian, a red through and through. I'm a happy winner, a poor loser too. I'm a father, a husband, a brother and a son. You could say I'm all these things rolled into one. To some I'm a neighbour, to others I'm a friend. I am me from the beginning and I'll be me until the end. I'm a Christian and it's not because of all this. It's not about who I am. It's about who Jesus is. When we know who Jesus is from what we know so far, we begin to see the truth of who we really are. Am I to all intents a failure, burdened with disgrace? No, I'm a sinner, redeemed by saving grace. <coughs> a good way to find out who a person is, is to ask them. And if you go and ask a person who are you, they will probably start with those two words. I am, as you all did. I was the one who was tired. <laughs> I am tired. Well, there you go. Now, John the Apostle, he records for us some of the things that Jesus said in answer to the question. The question is, who are you? And very often, that answer did start with that phrase, I am. Now, John in chapter 10 tells us that Jesus healed the blind man. Now, this blind man had been blind from his birth. And everybody knew he was blind. And Jesus healed him. And when he was challenged by the authorities, they wanted to know who did that. And all this man really knew was, well, it was somebody called Jesus. He didn't really know any more than that. 
And when they questioned him, and were sort of getting at him, because the authorities that were questioning him didn't like what Jesus had done. And what happened is, this man, in probably frustration, his name's Jesus, he said, but all that I know is that once I was blind, and now I can see. And these people who were questioning him, they wanted to know who Jesus really is, but more than that, they wanted to know by what authority did he do what he had done in healing that man, because it was something that only God could do. And they knew, by inference, that this person, Jesus, was more than just a name, he was more than just a man. At this point, Jesus says to them, look, you want to know who I am? Well, really, you're like this blind man. Okay, he can't see with his physical eyes. You can't see with your spiritual eyes. You want to know who I am? And it so turns around and says, look, I'm going to make it simple for you. I'm going to let you know who I am. And I'm going to make it as simple as possible. I'm going to speak to you in things that you already understand. Now, Rob spoke last time about this. And it's like as though Jesus turned around and said, look, you all know about sheep. You all know about shepherds. You all know about the sheepfold. It's an everyday thing for you. And you're all familiar with it. And he said, you know about the sheepfold. And you know the sheepfold has a door. And so the sheep go in, they're safe. And he turns around and he says, well, listen, you want to know, you want to know who I am? I am the door. And Rob told us about that. And told us how he knew who Jesus was. He was the door. Now, these people knew that Jesus wasn't talking about sheep and sheepfolds and shepherds in that literal way. What he was saying to them is, look, you know, there's only one way to that sheepfold. And you want to know the way to God. You want to know the way to heaven. You want to know how to get right with God. There's only one way. And that way is through me. I am the door. But Jesus continued the illustration. And he follows it through. And this is what we're going to look at now, in a very brief way. Because he said, it's not that I am just the door. I am more than that. I am also the good shepherd. That's important that he used that word good. Because what he was saying is, you think about the shepherd. And you want to know who a good shepherd is. And he's saying to them, you know who a good shepherd is. A good shepherd is the one who cares for his sheep. The one who has compassion on his sheep. The one who looks after his sheep. If you want your sheep looked after, you're going to not go for just the shepherd. You want a good shepherd. And he says, I am the good shepherd. Because I care for the sheep. And then he qualified it. He said, because the good shepherd. What does the good shepherd do? He will lay down his life for the sheep. Great. And they would understand that. Yeah, I get that. A good shepherd, one who will lay down his life for the sheep. So what is Jesus saying about who he is? Well, he's saying this. He's saying, I am the door. Not the sheepfold, literally. But the door into God's presence. The door into God's house. The door into God's dwelling place, which we know is called heaven. But I'm the only way. And then he says, and I'm the good shepherd. 
And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And that's exactly what he did. How much do you love the sheep, shepherd? I love the sheep enough to die for them. How much, Jesus, do you love us? And the answer comes back. He can't. I will die for you. And not only will I, but he did die for us. So that's where we have this, where the door is the one way to be right with God through Jesus because he loved us so much that he gave his life for us so that we might be right with God. I want you to imagine, just think about this. I go out of here, that's our crossroad. And I walk down our crossroad and I randomly knock on a door. And the door opens. And the guy looks at me and he says, Who are you? That's what he's saying. Who are you? And I say, I'm Eddie. I'm actually passed at the chest down there. I'm a good guy. I, I try to help people. I, and I do this and I do that and I do this. I don't want to come into your house. I got him, Eddie. You're not coming in here. And if you want to come in here, listen, pal, you come through me. That will happen. Now, what right have I got to think that I can go in that man's house? No. What right if I can't get into the house down there and I'll cut through by knocking on the door? What right do I have in knowing that I can walk up to God and I can say, I want to come into your house. Who are you? And I turn around and say, I'm Eddie, I'm a good guy. No, no, no. I'd have to say, I'm Eddie. And I'm not a good guy. I'm a sinner. And I know I'm a sinner. And you know the fact that I know I'm a sinner led me to a day when I came to Christ. I said, Lord, you are the one I need to come to. And I need to ask you if you will forgive me and accept me. And that is when Jesus is the door. And Jesus will say, what do you think I did for you that makes you think I, you died for me? You died on the cross for me. Why did you die on the cross for me? <coughs> He died on the cross for me because I came under the wrath and the punishment of God and you took the punishment. And so I come to a holy God not in what I've done but in what Jesus did when he died on the cross. And to put it simply, what did Jesus say? I am the Lord, the only Lord. I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd who gave his life for you and for me. Just a few things to think about for the I am's of Jesus. We just pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We come to you in our ignorance and our lack of knowledge, but we know enough to know who we are. We know enough to know that we are sinners and we can do nothing about it to be right with you. None of ourselves. You've done it all. You've done it all through your son. He's a good shepherd. The one who gave his life that we might live. And our Father, we pray that you might open our hearts, that we might come to you.
through what he has done and in the knowledge that you will be forgiven and accepted because we ask it in his name. Amen.